Welcome to the Don Pod, the supporters podcast. Here's your hosts, Sam and Nate. Welcome back to the Don Pod. I'm joined by Nathan. Hello, Nathan. Um, hello, Sam. How are you today? I'm um, all the better for seeing you with facial hair again. I'll admit. Oh, is this. Can we um, not go into that again? Because there were a few comments from the last one I picked up on, and I, I don't feel that I'm that worthy of being some sort of a conversation. Evidently, it worked because it's yeah, back. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's more of a laziness. Yeah, it's very like after ten years of not having a beard to start to maintain facial hair. It gets to you after a few weeks, like you're like, oh, that's right. This is why I grew a beard in the first place because it's really boring. I am very appreciative of your laziness. Mm, oh, that's the key to my life, laziness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. feels. Uh, how are you? You you're not well, but you're soldering, um, soldering on. Got a bit of a dose of the COVID. My first hit. First hit in 2024. Yep. Look at you go. No, first hit ever. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean, that yeah, in 2024. Yeah. Oh, That's right. yeah, quite yeah, incredible. No, I've kept you away from it. Never go outside. Far, so. It was, yeah, it's been a bit ordinary, but I'm soldier. Good. You are. Right. On the agenda today, mm. we better talk football. Uh, we were just talking about retention. We can't waffle on about you for too long. No. Um, we're going to look at Essendon and Geelong. We're not going to touch the St Kilda game too much. Oh, we'll mention it. You'll, men- you'll mention it because you watched it. Mm, I yeah. was engaged. Um, what are we going to talk about, Nathan? I've got it there. Um, we're going to chat statistics, obviously. We're going to chat Matt Guelphy. Not with Matt Guelphy. We're going to talk about him because what we're going to say, we probably wouldn't say to his face. Oh, you hang would. on. I, no, you I, would, you I, I nearly would. Like, you would. I'd, If I was interviewing him in, in the next half an hour, say he's coming on, first question would be, what were you thinking what in that? that? Well, let's not shot? go there first. Let's not go there But that yet. would be the question. That Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, we'll talk about Gridley. Gridley? Ridley? Who has a low-grade strain. That's what I went Gridley. Mm. Uh, Nick Martin, we're going to talk best 23. We're going to talk socials. So if you commented on our Facebook post today, we're going to have a look at that. In any case, I am fumbling my way through, so let's get into it. It's a preseason for all of us, Sam. Yes, it is for all of us. For us too. It's been a while. <clears throat> Essendon ten eleven seventy one defeated by Geelong eleven seventeen eighty three. Uh, goal scorers: Langford three, Gresham Martin two, Stringer Hind Parish one. Very unconvincing one from Parish. I'll add. Hey, still counts. Leading possession disposals, uh, Parish 34, McGrath 31, Martin 28, and Meriton set a bill to 25. Just before I rip into numbers, can I have your mm. general feel, please? Um, well, we weren't flogged by Geelong at Geelong, mm. so nice, that's, a, that's a new feeling. Um, <laughs> mm. I... I really don't like Geelong. I want that out on the record. They're probably, and I know you'll find this weird, they're probably my most despised team in the AFL. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's all their headbands. I can't handle, just get your fucking hair cut. Or, like, seriously, does everyone have to wear a bloody headband? Like, I just can't handle it. It's um, old and things like that annoy me. Get a haircut or grow it into a ponytail at least and tie it back. Like, you know, just, anyway. That annoys me, and I've moved on. That's your takeaway from the game. There you go. Geelong players. My takeaway is, well, I, yeah, well, there are some football-related takeaways, but, geez, that annoys me. Um, 
my takeaway from the game was that we looked good for patches. We looked better than the St Kilda game. Um, Goldstein might mm. be our number one ruckman, mm. and um, the back six could still make a decent back six. Very good. Succinct. What about yourself? Yeah, Echo um, Goldie, for sure. He was brilliant in the first half in particular. Um, yeah. oh, I think going to Geelong, in Geelong, having been there to watch the women's final last year, beautiful ground. I don't know why they struggle so much. It's a lovely place. The ground, not Geelong in general. Um, we probably could have won, maybe. I know no, it's not all about no, results. No. Um, no, I don't think we should have won. I think that the injuries that we had and the players that rotated off and yes, the, and the, the rotations sort of, are a big thing. And it looked like we ran out of petrol tickets, and I don't know if that was because of like we'd rotated some people. You know, like we looked well, like we stopped giving a shit. Wow, that yeah, which, <laughs> which you is don't fine. Like to see. That's not but, yeah, whatever. Yep. Pre-season. Yeah. But I mean, if we're, I think what I've taken from the I've watched most of the other preseason games this week, and most of them have been about that first half. Like most of the teams are putting their best players out there in the first half, and then the second half they're sort of bringing in the other ruckmen or bringing in the other midfielders, you know, and they're throwing some things around. So if we run on that theory, we were pretty good for the first half. Like I think there wouldn't be much in it at a half time. So if we won, get stuffed Geelong. There you go. <laughs> That's how it works, man. Um, yeah, so it it was a lot better than the St Kilda game. That's mm. what I would say. So if okay. we can times that by another 0.5% of improvement or point, yeah, 25%, I should say, then we may be against Hawthorne, you know, we should beat them. And then then we've got some tough games coming up too. It's against some good opposition. Well, actually, we'll have a look at the Hawthorne game at the end as well, because mm. there's a bit to talk about there and what we think will happen. Mm-hmm. Right, some numbers for you. Mm-hmm. Plus 48 disposals, which equated to 41 kicks, seven handballs, so a lot. And that was really felt like that was coming out of back half. That was the lot of the back half. Were, yep. were, and that was a new strategy you could see. Well, there's a couple of new things I saw. And there was the movement out of the back half, and we'll talk about you know Nick Martin later on. But there also there was actually some short kicks in the forward 50 into mm. just you know somebody at about 40 out, which was so good to see. Yes, lowering the that. eyeballs. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, minus eight inside 50s, and I venture to say that was a lot second half. Uh, yep, broke okay. even on free kicks. We might be the only team to ever leave Geelong breaking even on free kicks. That's yep. worth noting. Uh, dead level on clearances. Minus five centre clearances, which is usually our stronger point. Well, we're um, up by a lot, I reckon, in the first mm, quarter and a bit. Golding, but then... golding effect. Golding uh, and plus sure. five then around the ground in stoppage clearances. So... I don't know what to take from that because usually it is centre clearances that we're better at yeah. and stoppage clearances kind of suck. So I think if we break that down further, I think we would see that that turned a lot in that second half, especially yes. that last quarter. I thought some of their players, the Geelong midfielders, you know, really ran away from us in that last quarter. And that, again, looked over and ran out of petrol. Or maybe we threw different players in there. Like I'd, I I wasn't noting as much who was playing in that last quarter in the midfield. I know Parrish was still getting in there, mm. but it was... I did see Perkins a few times and um, a few other sort of players that I didn't expect to see in there. So, Well, yeah, and Durham started in there. Durham, well, Durham played pretty much most of the game in there, I thought. Interesting. 
Um, I think he's in line to be our third or, well, fourth or fifth big banana in there, like, as, you know, as the midfielder. Like, you know, he, Parrish, Merritt, Setterfield, and I reckon that um, Daza would be probably be next in line there. Mm-hmm. That, what I've seen in the first two games, he yeah. did a lot in the St Kilda games. So I didn't see the numbers, but I, I saw him in there a bit. Yeah, stats are a bit hard to come by for that because it wasn't... And I guess with um, with Dersma onto the other wing... And Sardis as, as the other winger, and with Martin pushing back, that uh, that's a natural progression. Yep. Um, plus four tackles, nothing to talk about there, but we were plus yeah. nine tackles inside 50, which is nice. Bit of pressure holding it yeah. in. Yeah, we did. Again, in that first quarter, we held the ball in a few times. Yep. It was good to see. Uh, plus 33 marks, but that was minus six marks inside 50, which was an yeah. issue for them. They had a lot of ball inside 50 and a lot of marks. Um, yeah. And we spent 80 minutes of the 115 in front, <laughs> which is, uh, which again, is very much like pre-season, but whatever. I, I did note, to add to that point, I reckon there was red time. We, we, Junk time. I reckon we, had a, we had a couple of goals kicked us against, I know it was just 25-minute quarters or whatever they were, um, with no uh, um, play overtime, um, not overtime, um, time on. I noticed that in the last two or three minutes of most of those quarters, I felt like they scored or were looking to score pretty easily. Like, again, we just, you know, Which have to work on our defensive capabilities in that sort of, you know, that time. Because, you know, we saw that in games last year. Like, the Collingwood games won screams to us, you know, like where we just couldn't defend for a few minutes. Yeah, it cost you as well. Mm. Um, yep. Right, on to the actual... Agenda. It's not Game. trademarked by AFL three sixty, is it? The agenda. Um <laughs> we wish we were there. Yeah. Let's let's get the really, really stinky conversation out the way early. Oh, <clears throat> Matt Guelphy. Matt Guelphy. When you know, when he was I running wanna in preface this by I've never been a big fan of Matt Guelphy, so I should To the you point know, where people we used to work with would wind you up about the man. Yep. Yep. Um, I wasn't a part of that. Um, <laughs> when he was running in and the camera showed him, it, he was holding it like that. And I thought, he's holding it like a check side. And then he kind of arced out. And I thought, oh, maybe maybe he's just a drop punt, you know, because he kicked. No. i got one word for it. Mm. It's embarrassing. Like, it... you're an opposition supporter watching that. You're going, what the fuck is going on with oh. this mob? No, I, I like it, it. Looked like something you might have done at training, you know, when you'd taken the mark, the play was finished, the coaches were all blowing their whistles, and everyone was walking off, and you just sort of went, "Oh, just ding," had a little ping, like you know, a little snap, a little check side, a little check side. It's not not in a practice game, and I was still just practicing. Where that's what it's all about. I want to go back, practice my set shot routine. Mm-hmm. What would I do in a real game here? Say it's and- three minutes to go, and I need to kick this goal. Boom. He was about, That's what he would do, you know. Then I'd be like, "No, you mother." Twenty-five meters up. out, more or less straight in front. It was a pretty slight oh, angle. There's no angle. Yeah, I, I, I understand the round the corner the other way. Yep, that that makes sense. That's an easy kick these days. Yep. The check side's not an easy kick. Still, no. You've got to hit it's the ball diff- perfectly. If you hit yep. the belly, it'll just float. Hit the outside of your foot too much, and it will do what his did and just go really. Skinny, sort of. Yep, and and there's, there's a different kicking action too. You're trying to like when you're mm. kicking it inside, it's a lot easier than kicking it outside. Think, biggest thing, time and a place, Matt. Yeah. First name. I knew your middle name. I'll chuck that in there as well. 
just I feel like you'd be like a James, Matt James Wealthy. Let's go with that. Yeah, right. I just, I, it was, and it was right at the start too, and I was I was in a good mood. Thankfully, I would have thrown hands if it wasn't. That was just so unnecessary. And then he he did a couple of dumb things. There, just went, yeah. Well, my question to you is with that and how he played the rest of the game, because I thought he did some stupid things in the, throughout the game. Is he, do you think he's the no. small forward, him along with Gresham? No. Um, we'll cover it a bit more with the best 23, but Gresham was great. I thought um, intelligent footballer for the most part. Yep. Um, so definitely him. And then I still like Menzi in there as that option. I don't yeah, think Welfie gives us anything. And I've been a defender of him. Yep. I, don't I actually don't mind Hind. He played the and second Hind, half yes. as that small forward role. And he, that um, goal Hind th- he, he read that really nicely. Yep. And I think what Hind, he brings also a little bit of like, um, he can do things. You go, what the, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Um, like bouncing balls and stuff like that. Um, and falling over them. Falling over them. <laughs> But he brings pace, real genuine yeah. pace, and I think that that can be handy, handy as a defensive asset as well as a, a, a attacking asset. So yeah, and the beauty of it is not being a defensive asset is he doesn't really have to stress about the defensive part of the game. No, which we've commented on the fact he runs a lot faster with the ball than without it. <laughs> so maybe you make a great forward. Possibly that lack of accountability might actually help the man. Mm. I still like Hind as a sub. Yeah. Well, he could it's make a great option. sub too because he's option. he makes a great sub option because of his he's forward and defensive and capabilities. Too, yeah, 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 yeah. So he can go back and as well as forward. So yeah, that's a good point. All right, let's not spend too much time bashing Guelphie because that let's hope that was a one off. But we could though. I was just about to throw in the towel at that point. Um, just a quick one on Ridley. The mm. AFL posted this morning or yesterday. <clears throat> yesterday, sorry, low grade. Quad strain. So mm. club will confirm this week what the actual duration of that is. Obviously, two weeks today or two weeks yesterday being Sunday today. Uh, um, so Sunday yeah, Saturday we play next week. We play on Saturday. Saturday, 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 Saturday yeah, yeah. Two weeks. Maybe if it's low grade, you get away with that. Quad's a shit one. Quad's normally four. Mm. Um, Quad's not good. But low grade. So fingers crossed because it was nice. It was a pretty settled back six, which is a nice segue, my favourite thing in the world, uh, into six. So i got to say, I pretty much got what I wanted from the outset, and that was Mackay, Reed, McGrath, Ridley. Ridley, yeah. Um, Redmond. Redmond. Someone else. Ah, uh, Mardo. Well, I don't, really, I don't know about Mardo still. I'm a bit unsure about that, but... In terms of the big three being mm. Mackay, Reed, Ridley, that's what I wanted to see because yep. Ridley is a very good footballer and can be very damaging. And he hasn't played the third tall, I don't think, for a long time. For a few and if years, he has, yeah. it's been with Laverde next to him, who we'll just mention quickly had an absolute feckin' stinker when he came on to. Oh, that drop mark was horrible. Right. <laughs> um, but I was pretty happy. And the, the inside 50 domination that they had... Really came second half. Yep. I think I remember Reed. I agree got, that, yep. Reed got outmarked by Hawkins, and I, I don't care. Hawkins is a big dude. Like, I'm okay with a one on one and him getting beaten, and it was once. Mackay, I felt mm. like, was not in a lot of contests that I thought he would be mm-hmm. in. 
and he played 90% game time, so I'm not quite sure if that was just a bit of self-preservation. Again, fine. I'm okay with that. But, yeah, a couple of times I went, where's, where's Mackay? I still think my theory there is that between Mackay and Reed, um, that they're working out how to play with each other. They've mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. played two practice games, you know, like St. Kilda and this Geelong game, with each other. Yep. And you think, um, too, like Heppel, Laverde or Kelly would have played the majority of last year. Yeah. So apart from the fact Reed's basically brand new in the six, Mackay and is Mac- brand new in the six. And Martin. And Marta. You've got a pretty new mix. So, yeah, that's a valid point. I'm okay with that. Yes, yeah. And Ridley, well, I missed a few games. So Ridley and Reed and Mackay have never, mm. haven't played a lot of footy together. So what's disappointing about the Ridley injury for me is that I would have really loved to see those guys just play this year together, you know, 24, 23 games, whatever it is, and really just get some, you know, real feel about each other and how to work around each other and how who's up for the contest, who's, you know, the third one up and all that sort of stuff that will come with time. Like, there'll be moments this year where they'll get caught out, that one will be in the wrong spot, and, you know, because okay. they're still working each other. Even but, more so because Reed's still a kid. Yeah. That's okay. But the point I will finish with is that from the bits I saw in Reed, especially in that oh, second yeah. half, when he sort of started to get a bit more comfortable, took, took some good marks. His kicking's obviously very decent, maybe even, you know, above that. Then, you know, you start to really see some potential in that group. So I was very excited. And the other one I'll throw in there as a little, I'm, I'm interested to see. So with Ridley possibly not playing round one, I think that, I think that's probably a fair statement to mm-hmm. make. I don't think they'll rush him back. Would Cox be the guy you would play? So, good, good question. He played eighty. I'm here for it, man. I paid the big bucks. <laughs> yeah, affection. Um, yeah. Sir, what did he play? Apologies. Eighty-six percent game time, seventy-one meters gained, which I find fascinating. But from twelve disposals, but he he didn't do a lot. But he nope. did a couple of things second half where I went. Yep. One thing in particular was sort of half forward down the yep. new stand end where he just threw his body across or something. Mm-hmm. He went to, I don't know, he did something good. And I went, hey, that was smart. You've actually the same... impacted the contest. He seemed stronger. He seemed mm-hmm. able to hold his ground a lot more. Um, he still looks thought... like Beavis and Butthead, but. That's right. does I thought the same thing. I thought there were moments in that second half. I didn't see much of him in the first half. And I, mm. again, I haven't looked at the data to see how much he played. But in that second half, there were a few little things he did. And I went, okay, okay, I see it now. I see why they're Which... trialing him in that halfback role. Like he's, you know, good height. Needs to put on a bit of frame, but mm. he's, you know, runs all day. He's and kicking's he... funny, but Okay. Take you back to his first game against St Kilda, where he went to kick it, sold the dummy, and then absolutely mm. bulleted a pass. Yep. He's. I mean, this was like three years ago. Mm. Passed a little bit, but he's got yep. something there. He's um, got it. Yeah. And again, he's got to get that confidence probably back. Preseason, perfect time to do it. Mess yeah. around with it, chuck him down back, do whatever. It was. Yeah. He didn't have a brilliant game by any stretch, but just yeah, a couple of nice moments, a couple of nice things. Yep. I was really excited by Reed. I was very excited. I, I have stood next to Sam Draper and he did not give me any wow factor whatsoever, apart from the beauty of the man. Zachary is just a fucking monster. I can't oh. describe it. If you've never, like, if you've stood I'll next to you him, that, you'll understand. That guy, I think it was Neil, he was playing on a bit. Was He was a big mofo too. He's like, a big he dude, was, yeah. He had some serious guns about him too. Like, he had some length and guns. Like, I don't think I've ever heard you say mofo. mofo. That's new. Oh, well, I didn't want to say motherfucker, did I? <laughs> Well, you just did. <laughs> Get the senses out. 
Um, what did you make of another great segue? Mm. Uh, Nick Martin one, and then two, which is a bit of a separate conversation. I think uh, the movement off the back half. Uh, well, Nick Martin, they obviously tried to go to him a lot, um, and they did that again in the St Kilda game. Like they were looking for him, and they're looking like that's again. It's this new thing that we're trying. I watched. I was watching. I watched most of the games. St Kilda trying to do that with Malira. You know, North Melbourne in the game today doing that with Sheasel. Collingwood have done that with um, Dacos, you know. Like, it's a thing that clubs are now doing as that um, running halfback, almost non-defender, because, you know, that's kind of what they are, um, where they're trying to set the play up that way. And, um, yeah, like, he's very good at it. There's no doubt about that because of his vision of the game, his skill set, the way he moves, so... The thing I, I do, it does worry me a little bit is that then there's a defensive aspect of someone who's got to get back and cover another player. And we have not defended well. Like, I'd be more than happy with it if we were like St. Kilda under Ross Lyon because you're like, well, already the team defense is very good. defense, yeah. Yeah. But the fact that we have never really defended well I makes me a bit more nervous. But the, the, I, the interesting, I understand why we're doing it. Keep hiding behind my microphone. The interesting thing will be what the effect or flow on effect that has on Redmond because Redmond, it was the goal kicking half back. If you were, you know, yeah. going around, but maybe more so from a set play in that situation. Yep. Cox played half back and kicked two goals. So you go, well. Who, Martin, you mean? Played half back, kicked two goals. Yes. Sorry. Did I say, who did I say? Cox. You said Cox. That's right. Uh, uh, Cox is right below Martin on my screen. Um yeah. Yeah, 28 touches, two goals. Like, that's fine. That's a very effective game. But if all of a sudden then you have Redmond playing too high, then yes, all those defensive issues creep back in. I will say, from from that movement, we went coast to coast more in that first Mm. half than I reckon we went in any other game in the second half of last year. And it was safer coast to coast in that it wasn't like there was, we, we quickly, we found short options in the back 60 sort of, and area diagonals, yeah, mm. and then we opened it up and ran. So, and if it was a dump kick, it was to the wing. You weren't dump yeah. kicking it to half forward or half back. No, so, so, um, so I think there's positives. And as I, as we stated earlier, and this is this is the second time they've tried like with the Martin and Mackay and Reed, and you know, so it's gonna get we're gonna get burnt on it, and it will play good opposition like you know Sydney and St Kilda in you know the first few weeks, and they will make us look a bit silly. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. but maybe, and this is the hope and pray prayer that by the end of the year we're starting to see that really working, and the defense is a bit better, and you know yet attacking and defending they find that balance because you don't want to be doing one or the other too much. And, and I think foolish. that's a really critical thing to understand as supporters. Mm. is appreciate mm. what's trying to be done. Yep. Appreciate the fact that we're going to play better opposition than us because we are f- obviously far <laughs> from being this? the best team in the competition. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So just try to understand what is what they're trying to achieve and go, well, yeah. well yep. okay, I can see that he was trying to do that kick. There was a couple, two examples I'll give you. I don't remember who it was, but there was a couple where... We kicked out from fullback basically to the like a little short sharp kick to the pocket and it got intercepted yep. and it was it was their little small forward, um, um yeah, Australian Ryan a couple Myers. years ago. No, the other guy. Oh, um, uh, yeah, um, Stengel, yes. Stengel. Stengel from Adelaide. Yeah, Stengel. Yep. Who just 
gut ran really quick yeah. and intercepted. And I went, fine, all right. Like, fair enough. He's read that really well, and he's quick enough to take get there and take the mark with one hand. Whatever. Yeah. The one I'm not so happy with, and it was Dersma, who just had options oh. and just chucked it on the boot to the top of the 50, dead center. Yeah. And I went, well... Mm. Yeah. He nearly not... kicked it into Parrish. Like he had yeah. Parrish and I think McGrath right next to him. That was Tom. He Stewart. could have shoveled off handball, handballs and, and yeah. ran the ball out, yeah. but he just packed his dax and, and kicked it. Very easily could have got a nice handy bounce that would have bounced straight over Tom Stewart's head and we would have been oh, away. Of course. But it was never but, the option. That's, that's where I'm that's, like, well, you've got yeah, to be better. You don't rely on luck for the game. But yeah. when you're trying to hit a target like that and it just gets intercepted by good play, you go, yeah. Fair enough. Fine. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Coast to coast was exciting. There was a couple of times where we really just really nice ball movement, hit targets, parish, get the ball in the middle, blind turn. Just uh, mm, and we, the, the problem was finishing at dinner. We couldn't really finish the other end generally. Can shall you and I mention something about parish? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy with just that for the, the listeners. We will be a little bit. Um, oh, what's the word? Um, Pocky. No, no more. Um, oh, po- very positive about. Oh parish. right, well yeah, yeah. Because both Sam and I, and not knowing the other one did it, I don't think. Have we have put a little bit of a wager mm. on uh, Parrish to win the uh, Brownlow? Mm. Um, we just think that he's a guy that gets votes. Mm. He's had a really good preseason. Oh, I think he's a good shot to be in that top sort of echelon of players this year. Thirty-four touches and a goal from three-quarter game well, time. As I've said to you, if he starts kicking goals in more games, goals in games, then he's he cannot not get votes. That doesn't no, make sense, does it? No, he has to get votes. There you go. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Shall we talk about our forward six? Yes, I think it's worth a conversation. Um, a couple frustrated you? Can I just ask you quickly, because we were talking mm-hmm. about Reed uh, Mackay so much, sorry, Dersma, what do you make of Dersma? Uh, he looked. He looked scratchy. He looked like he did some couple of good things. He's got a lot of footy, twenty odd touches. Mm. Was it something like that? He's better second half. Yeah, he, he just bit... looks like a guy who hasn't played a lot of footy. Panicky. He made like he panicked a few times, mm. like that one we were just talking about. Mm. Um, I, if he plays every game to about the buy round, then I think we'll see a better yeah. second half of the year from him it, than the first half. Positionally, it was good. It was in the right spots. Um, yep. I just. I did comment at one point that I thought he might become a whipping boy because some of his disposals were just a bit like, what the hell was that? But he hasn't had a lot of preseason. I hope not. Though. I'm not suggesting yeah. that's going to happen. I'm not suggesting I'm no. going to jump on that. I just don't know what Essendon supporters are like. And, you know, Brent, know. Brent Stanton will attest that. We've got Guelphie for that. Yeah, true. Dompot does anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I do. The reason I wanted to ask that first is because my next point here is best 23. Mm. So we can talk yep. about our middle six, our middle six, our forward six in that conversation. <laughs> Yep. I will start off with my boy, if I can, just because Peter Your boy Ryan, was a little bit ordinary Yeah, boy. he's my boy too. Um, well, he's our boy, I think, because we called it together. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Still claiming him. That, that, yeah. um, very good positional sort of stuff. Gets in the right spots. Nice big tall man. Obviously, he's two metres tall, in case you weren't aware. Um, can't take a mark. <laughs> it just hits his hands and uh. goes to ground. And it was an issue. He came back against Carlton last season and kicked five, I think. Yep. And then yep. it just sort of crept in. He just... And then again, after that, he couldn't mark the ball. First hands, 90% of the time. But just mm. can't mark the frigging thing. Um, what did he, obviously, what, he's sorry. in the best front six, though. Oh, he's obviously okay. playing. 
he helps us so much structurally. Like yes. he gives us that big target, and he helps with Langford and Stringer and those guys. Yes. Speaking of Langford's um, and O'Brainer, we can just yeah. say that and move on. What do you? Can I quickly ask then? What did you think of him going into the ruck? Not a fan. I think preseason the plan would have been Goldie for a bit, Brian for a bit, and not at the same time. I think round mm. one, assuming well, Draper's not fit, I'm going on that train of thought. Yep. It's Goldie and Brian, and then Pete doesn't have to play ruck. There's no need for that to happen. Yep. Um, All right. Will we make the assumption that last year um, uh, Scott liked to play two ruckmen and we'll do that again? I don't think we had a game where we didn't have two ruckmen. That's right. Well, it was always um, it was Draper, uh, Draper and Phillips or Draper and yep. yeah, Brian, Brian. Or, or Brian and Phillips when Draper was injured. Yeah. So. I think that's what we're going to keep saying. I don't like... Even when... Quick question then. Even when Wright was playing, they still played two ruck, didn't they? Mm. Yep. I don't like... I'll just tell you that when you cough, it cuts out anyway. So you're okay. Don't stress. Okay. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I've never liked the big forward going into the ruck. And the only exception to that was Danaher. Because he was so mobile, he became just an extra mid. I, I don't like the ruckman games as well. in the yeah. centre bounce, like when the knees clash. I don't mind them doing around the ground stuff when you're just sort of pushing and shoving. I don't like the knees clashing yeah. shit that yeah. they have to deal with. I just don't think it's worth it. I just, again, and I, I honestly don't think he's very good at it, no. if I'm honest. No. He's okay. I, I, he's I wouldn't not... either. If I'm a big, tall forward, I'm not going to give my best in the ruck because I want to stay Rough in the that. frigging forward 50. Get shit job. Yeah. I rucked once. Um, I don't need in the eyeball. Like... I I still think though in the perfect world, um, look, I I really rate Brian. I want that to be stated early. But mm-hmm. um, Goldstein and Draper, if they one's forward, one's rucking, or one's benching and one's rucking, you know, like whatever. Let's not digress too much into midfield. Just I know where you're. No, going no, but I I just think that's I think that's a really good combination. Yes. Personally, yeah. Mm. Um, so we got it's going to be is Wright and and Langford, obviously. Oh, the, the ones that pick themselves are we talking here? Well, yeah, they're the two that are automatic straight away. I would at the moment say Gresham. Gresham as well. As well. Yeah. I'm still not really 100% sure on Stringer. I know you're yeah, I'm 100% on, this. on him, yep. I think he's, he's... just He brings things, he, he has abilities that none of those other guys you've mentioned has. He's the guy that kicks it from the boundary, you know, like from 45 out on his wrong foot, looking the wrong way, standing on one hand. Like, he's the guy that... Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of thing. He's the guy that can do the stuff, like, or drag a team in a quarter, you know, with three goals. He is a moments player. I fully support that. He has always been a moments player. Whereas Wright and Langford are just tick over the boxes, do a job, you know, beautiful Langers was very good for what I saw of him too. Yep. Um, And Langers very revolutionary as a forward. He's found himself a position that I didn't think he could do, and he's now best. He's one of his first picks. Yep. Um, Yeah, I just, Stringer, I think, I feel like he's lost a little bit of pace. He's not quite as bully. I don't know. I'd be happy to be proven wrong, obviously. I love the man. Who who do you pick in front of him? Like, tell me that. No. You don't pick a kid that has not yet played a game. With I men, I know, I know. you don't pick I know. him. I know. Like, I, 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 all the potential I believe in Caddy, I think he's going to be a very good football player, but he has to play a game with grown men first, I am not under 18 kids I like he has been. got so many of my hopes and dreams pinned on that kid. Okay. Um, 
and I'm going to talk sure. talk to him about it on Tuesday when I go to my first little player sponsor event. Yeah, just, yeah, by the yeah. way, drop that in there. And I, I look, I think Caddy has to play VFL in the first yeah. round. Like, I, given I just, he's missed he, the, he hasn't played a game. Yeah. Like, you can't just Jones. I don't think Jones has been great. Oh, I think Jones agree. has almost been ordinary. But well, that's a little note I do have there is that mm. I would fully expect hope that Jones and Sardis play VFL round one. I don't think either of them. Sardis, I'm not. Yeah. Sardis had a better second half. He ended up with a fair bit of footy. 24, I think. Yeah, 24 touches. 88 fantasy points. I just thought he was a little bit green, and that's okay. Again, he's a kid. I'm not suggesting he's no good. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. maybe VFL is the go, and I'm more confident on that with Harry Jones. I'm still not seeing the the contest that I want to see, the commitment to jumping and taking marks. The goal that Hind kicked very late on. Yep. Jones went yeah. up with one arm, one. He did a few and times. missed the ball yeah. completely. And we got it. He got the ball, got it down. Technically, oh, it was but... a great read from Hind. But yeah, yeah, I just. I see. I'm different on Sardis. I think that he's he's in the team for me um, because of he's a second year player. He played those games at the other half, you know, back end of last year, and he's done a full preseason. He needs to now play with the big boys. And you know, just play the game and get experience in that at that level. I think he's too good for VFL, but he's he's and I agree he's not best twenty two easy picked, but he needs to come into that twenty two twenty three and we find out what we get because he's a top four or five pick, whatever he was when he what we picked him. So if he's playing VFL, you know, for a few weeks, I'm like, well, we've. No, he's he's a second year player. That's okay. He's a second year first round. He's a first six. I know. If if he's playing round one, I'm not upset by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not going to be writing strongly worded letters or anything of the sort. Mm. I'm just thinking they're both. Jones is getting on my nerves because I think we we've Mm. had you on the list for a long time, Harold. Well, he'd be like fifth year, I reckon, for Jones, wouldn't it? Don't Google his age because it's wrong. No, no, I wasn't going Google, to. Google has him at 25. Let's go look at our spreadsheet. Yeah, it's actually good. We have a spreadsheet now. Yeah, we just put all those people at home. Yep. We worked on a spreadsheet in the we pre-season. We have so many things. We have an intro. I was meant to talk about that earlier. Uh, yeah, we should meant talk about open with that. Uh, let's, not, let's, not, let's not. We'll go back to it. Um, He's 23. Yes, 23. I, I, I'm more patient with the big guys, but just get on with it, will you? Well, uh, look. I think the thing that I will find interesting is that if you don't pick, I don't think you should pick Caddy. If you don't pick Jones and you don't pick Caddy, then you it's Wright and Langford and that's it. Like then you're picking Draper or Durham, uh, sorry Bryant as a forward. So I think the thing about Jones is that although I don't, yes, I don't think he's, he's structurally he's important to have in the team because he does get up the ground. He doesn't mark it enough, but he just does a role and you're hoping something will click with him and he'll am I, then be. Sorry. Mm. Am I right in yeah. saying that Jones played round one last year? Ooh, that's a really good question. I'm, I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. Can I just point out to you as well that Stringer and, and sorry, Stringer and Caddy are the same height. Yeah, that they won nine three. Yeah, you said about not picking Caddy, but you didn't mention not picking Stringer. I'm just making sure that you. Yeah, but again, are you going to the fact that one's played two hundred games? No, no, no you, you, yet. you just seem to suggest that that 
Caddy was a tall, tall. He's only one nine three. That's Caddy all I'm saying. Caddy plays as a tall. Yeah. Caddy plays as a tall. He's got arms that are apparently longer than his bowl body. So Jones did play last year in round one against Hawthorne. Twelve yep. touches and a goal. Um, six mark. Uh, yeah, six marks. So that's yeah. your baseline. I mean, at well, the if you do that again, then he's probably going to have a decent game against Hawthorne. Yep. Uh, let's talk middle six for a little bit. We sort of yep. touched on our small forwards earlier, so we'll leave that one there. Um, yep. I am amazed at Todd Goldstein. 307 years old he is. He is old. And I know, like, Draper gets first hand on a lot of ruck contests. Brian does it a bit better. But watching yep. Goldstein, like, so deliberately just tap it to a midfielder. He nearly like grabs the ball yeah, out of the ruck. Yeah, I guess Darcy, hey, Darcy Paris, yeah, 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 have the ball. Go yeah. do something with it. See what you can do. Oh, there you go, everyone. Bye. Um, I'm amazed. Obviously, he's had a lot of respect over his whole career mm. because he he's not antagonistic at all. I hate North. I love that he used to back rest yes, too. His old man was an Essendon supporter. He yeah. talked about that. I uh, did miss a goal after the siren. I think was that him went to beat us once. He's 36 in July. Oh, wow. And what do you think of his comment about um, North Melbourne? Like a gazelle. Yeah, it was a bit barbed, wasn't it? <coughs> yeah, they commentary pointed that out too. It was a little bit, um... yeah, a bit of a dig. Don't mind that. Yeah, real dig. Um, well, somewhere I think he said where he'd be respected or not respected. Um, was that what was the word he used? Don't know. Yeah, anyway. probably should bring things I, up look, if you don't know them. I. <laughs> Sorry. I, um, this is for the listeners at home that know the word he used. Uh, yeah. I was really impressed with him. I was impressed mm. with him in the St. Kilda game, to be honest. And I'm like, she's him and Draper or him and Brian. If Dra- I, I think you take your time with Draper. I know he mm. played in the, the VFL game, which is long, but you just take your time with him. He should probably play a VFL game, maybe just to make sure the body's fine and then come back in the second week because he's had a pretty big layoff. Like, he, I don't yeah. think he did a lot of the preseason. And it's one of those so injuries he, that you can yeah. be cautious with and no one else, yeah. Yeah, that's and, and you've got cover right now. Like, with Ridley, the difference there is that he's really valuable and we don't have that. Like, it's not like we've got another player like, oh, he's as good as Riddles mm-hmm. that'll just come in and do the job. Whereas, like, Ridley, you're sort of rushing back because you, you need him. Slaverde is the alternate, yeah. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, you're like, well, geez, Goldie's nearly better, you know, mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. So you're like, just take your time with Draper. Yeah, we've got option. And I don't think we need to expect 20 games from Goldstein. Mm. But, yeah, it gives you that option to say, Rhino Drapes, we're going to get you 99.9% rather than 90%. Yep. And then then we'll think about who's going to play. I reckon at 36, Goldie might need a break every now and then. That's oh. okay. Well, last year with off. Phillips, I reckon he would play like five or six yeah. games around, and then they'd rest yeah. him or something like that. He would, he would, he didn't, you know, he had those little breaks, and he was yeah. thirty-three or four. I reckon he wasn't he was. as old, yeah, but, oh, okay. but he was yeah. he retired young, in my humble opinion. He's only thirty-one or thirty-two. Yep. Um, on the midfield themselves, Setterfield and Parish six clearances each. I really like Setterfield in that middle. I think he's a defensive yeah. midfielder, just the yep. four tackles, but. Um, Durham was game high with seven and then it was down to Stringer with four. So he was second for the team anyway. Um, defensive midfielder and with Goldstein rucking. And, you know, just gorgeous. Um, and he was very good on the bigger... There's Geelong, you know, at, at different stages they threw in um, 
well, Dangerfield, who's not a big, but he's muscular wise. Solid. And the other one is um, Blitzlav. Blitz. Blitzka, Blitz. I still don't know. I, oh, I still don't know how to say his name. He came into the midfield a few Mark. times, and you could call him Mark. <laughs> Mark B. Um, he <laughs> he came in a few times, and I saw Setterfield sort of stand next to him, and still says he was still looking up to him. Go, he big unit. <laughs> It is good. It is nice because Setterfield, that's exactly what we wanted from Setterfield. Yeah. The big body. Like with the Crips be... when you played, like the Crips against Carlton, you know, like yeah. who else when you, you know, mm. those big, bigger midfielders that we've always struggled with, like really struggled. Yeah. That he gives that really, and he looks fit and he looks, you know, capable. So I, very excited. I commented to a friend in the first half that Zach Merritt's gotten better. I, I don't. I don't know how that's possible. He was he was, he was ragtagging a couple. Of, like his tackles were really yeah, nasty yeah. at the start. Like he had a real sort of purpose. I thought, oh, I, I love. I just love him. Like he's he's competitive. His, his competitive nature, though, he chases down. Yeah. He tackles. If he tackles, he fucking tackles. Yep. Um. No. I, just, I love his kicking action. It's just this beautiful, beautiful efficient yeah. little yeah. onto yeah. the foot, and yeah. it's like, maybe the best pick twenty six ever. Let me just throw that out Ooh. there. No, that's a great. I don't that's think anyone's going to correct me because who cares Not about who a pick twenty six? You would yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about pick twenty six, right? Um, um, yeah, no, he was looking very good. Um, Parish, as we've already said, looked really, really good. Really good. Um, Caldwell, uh, Caldwell Ryan, was a bit green. Like, I thought he was a bit funny. Yeah, he didn't get a but he did, what was it? He did make one horrible kick. But went out of bounds. Like you know, I oh. fell over and kicked it. On the wing, I don't and know what happened. You know what I liked about that? The message between the brain and the hand did not work. Do you and... know what I really liked about that? He had a giggle. Yeah. Good. Practice match. Just, yeah, but laugh it off. Yeah. It was I... probably lucky too. There was no crowd in that spot where he yeah. was. Because <laughs> he would have got a bit of a barrel in. This is a really, really strange throwback. Um, yep. Anzac Day last year, Maynard kicking it in from a point just absolutely grubbed it. And it went straight along the ground to weed him, and I think he kicked a goal. Yeah. And they all went up to him and just gave him a pat on the back and had a chuckle. And like you think about what Collingwood did last year and how yeah. much they just embraced everything and had a great time while they did it. It's fine. You just yep. get on with it. So yeah. And uh, Stuz in there in, in that midfield role. Yes, seven tackles for Stuz. Um, yep. I I still think I prefer him as a winger. I. I don't like that. I don't think it's necessary for him to be in the middle, really. But it's options. That's great to have. Um, were we missing anyone out of that middle? Who was the outs? The notable. Oh, well, you outs? could Hobbs obviously is the clear Hobbs, clear yes. one for me. Um, then I guess we can say Shield, but I, I I don't see a world. He was fit. He got interviewed at halftime. He seemed I like he see... was okay to play. I don't see a world where he plays. Yeah, I just I don't. don't... Whose spot is he taking? Well, I don't know. And there's, there's Start us, if anything. a never-ending conversation about that mm. those midfielders because there's so many of them. Yep. Um, can I just throw back a little bit? We should have talked about McGrath with the back six and how yep, much true. he so intently wanted to run and clear the lines. Yep, good point. Kicking looked better, but he really, <laughs> really worked his ass off to run and break the lines off half-back, which was... He's kicking up better until about the, I think it was the fourth quarter. Ah, he's, he's streaming out of the back. The Did you see the kick I'm talking about? And it just went freaking 30 metres out of bounds on the full and he kicked oh. it from inside the square nearly. Like, I'm That's like, a big kick. He's, he's missed a target by a lot. Ah, it's the fourth quarter pre-season. They've got some Oh, uh, no, I was a little bit 
you one are one of the one worst moment. fucking number one picks going around, mate. Can I just say to that, though, that the, the 2016 draft wasn't brilliant. The option yeah. was Taranto, and I'm fairly certain yeah. he was an academy pick. So, And it, sh- it shits me because, though, you look at North Melbourne those last couple of years being rubbish, yeah. they have been. And they picked up a guy Ward like Sheasel and the Wardlaw and... Yeah. Like, and you think, fucking yeah, hell, they're going like, to... He's the one best and fairest in their, his first year. Did he... Was it rumoured or official that he was signing on to 2030? Yeah, apparently. We call that the Horn Francis effect. That's a big sign on after one Horn year. I wonder if Horn Francis gets a cut out of that. <laughs> the only reason they're giving him a six-year deal. Fair enough. I'm like, I think that's... He can still out. leave, apparently. He can still leave North you Melbourne after a year or two. Get a trade, yeah. Yep. Um... <laughs> That's probably enough on the 23, I think. Mm. Mm. Um, how can I just mention actually Nick Hind? The goal yep. he kicked was nice, little read. Can we talk about the, the dummy, the fake? Oh, he beautiful. sent Dangerfield of all people to the absolute yeah, shops. That was a that was an absolute doozy. And I then, looked away. Like Dangerfield could have smelled his breath like they were that close. Like, you know, like he really like just sold it to him. Do you think danger's gone on one too many? Uh, yes. If I was runner, honest, but but... they talked, the commentators talked about him still like he's, like he got tackled a few times, I thought, and ran down. I think somebody ran him, or Merritt ran him down at one stage. Um, and then somebody else just trumped him in a tackle, and I went, mm, 33. Like, 33, but he's a power game. Like he's game, he's played a lot of hard, hard football. He's gonna. He has to play as a half. Like I'm fascinated by Geelong. Like they played Stanley. If I could just jump off Essendon for a second, yeah. They played Stanley in the ruck for the full game. I'm like, well, what's he's 34. Like, is that your ruck? I know we've got Goldstein, but we, we're not looking we're like Goldstein's not coming in to win a premiership. Guys, yeah, the, Goldstein's not coming in to win a premiership. Goldstein's just trying to hold us together. Hmm. They're they're Geelong. I think they still think they can win a flag, and they're still like playing these guys like. They're know, good like, and they're better mm. at Geelong because of the oh, ground yeah. for sure. Yep. Jeremy but, Cameron will still kick sixty plus for sure. Yeah. I don't know about Hawkins. He he normally destroys us and didn't seem quite as threatening. And again, preseason. No, but preseason he probably doesn't care. He's about fifty-two. I love Tomahawk. I think he's so. Oh, it's been one of the great full forwards so of at my, our time. And yeah. just, Beautiful yep. kicking action. Yeah, nice yes. bloke. Seems and like a genuinely nice bloke. I appreciate the set shots, as you know. That's why mm. my man is mm. Peter. Right? Because big forwards. Yep. I'm burnt by Dan Hurth for all those years. Yep. Um, yeah, Holmes was very good for them. Was on track for a kilometre metre gain. Yep. But yeah, um, we've said this for mm. years and they do generally keep on keeping on. So, Yep. Shall we jump ahead and have a chat about who we play in that first round in a couple of weeks? I think we should, and I'll preface it with um, I feel sorry for Hawthorne. I think pre-season you want to be up and about looking at your young players going, we're on, you know. I'll be honest. I don't know I watched what them their in... expectations would be, but. Did you, did you watch them against the Bulldogs last night? No, I know they got badly beaten. They, but for the first half, they were nearly had them, like. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they played some pretty good football for, I'm um, going to say, a quarter and a, and a half, I thought. Now, I don't know what changed. I don't know if North, uh, sorry, the dogs just went, all right, that's enough. The Bont sort of started trying at about that stage, and he went on to get a lot of possessions and kick a few, oh, maybe two, I'm not sure. So maybe that was it. But um, 
I thought they're they're Reed Reed they're Ruckman Reeds Sam oh, Reeds I'm not sure. He was pretty good. Um, they oh, back yeah, six was Ned okay. Reeves, yeah, Reeves. Yeah, no, their back six was was pretty good, and I was a bit worried about their bloody. I'll tell you who's going to kick four or five against us. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Is Ginovan? Oh yeah, he kicked. He must kick three or four, and that he had two or three. He probably kicked two goals, two I reckon by half time, and should have kicked the other ones. He's wearing shorts that are about eighteen sizes too big, and a long sleeve jumper down in Tassie. Any right. bets? Uh, yeah, but he will pick four time. against us. I can guarantee it. So, doggies. Oh, to be fair, dogs were two goals twelve at half time. Yeah, but and then but kicked they, they kicked. I reckon. Yeah, they, they kicked seven. those. What was the first quarter scores? Two one to two six. Yeah, look, I I just thought I don't think Hawthorne looked horrible. Whereas I watched Gold Coast, they looked disgusting. Yes, I watched. Do you watch um, another team play? I watched them all this this week because I like to sort of get a bit of who else I thought was uh, West Coast. Oh my god, putrid! Like absolutely, they will not even get close to winning a game this year. West Coast, not even close. They're ruckmen who did not want to ruck, like. Which just was so ordinary. Um, oh god, they looked bad. I feel sorry for that Harley Reed. Uh, Harley Reed. He just looks. For the first couple of years, he's just going to get flogged every mm-hmm. week. That kid. Um, Back this on Hawthorne. Sorry, because I had a yeah. point. Um, yeah. Injuries. Lost sidetrack there. You did. That's okay. We love you. Um, injuries galore at Hawthorne. They've lost key defenders, midfielders yep. for days. The one that worries me there still is John Newcomb, who. Yep, Dukes gets a lot of football and uses he played it very well. Quite well, thirty-seven touches uh, against the Dogs yesterday, seven clearances. Um, contender for best mid-season draft pick. I think, oh, yeah, I think he is. Martin. To be honest, oh no, Martin was supplemental. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, I think we will go in favourites. I don't think I that's like too much so, yeah. of a stretch to say. I think we need to be weary of them. Sure. I'd probably be wary of them. That's exactly what I just said. You just changed the syllable. That's all you did. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to see if that McGuinness, I think it is, um, if he tags, goes, plays, mm-hmm. one, if he plays, and goes to like Merit or Parrish as a tagging role. I, d- I don't see that much of a point in that if you're going to get flogged, but that's he's done that before to players. He likes to come in and tag, so... Interesting to see if they do that. Or they I, might even send him might even send him to Nick Martin. It is a home game. Well they did that. Sorry. Many thoughts at once. Um it is a home game for us. So That's good. Nice big crowd. It was wasn't last year. Um yep. I don't know what my point on there was. They when Hawthorne beat Collingwood towards the end of last year, they were really rough and tumble mm. on Dacos. Yeah. So if we're talking about Mardo playing that kind of role, then yes, that wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Yep. What I was going to say, home game, so we will be, well, I'll be there. You live too far away these days. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to be Pinnivan in Queensland. can really ruin my year in round one. Oh, he, he will, he, I'm telling you, he's the biggest threat. I can't see He will kick six against us. little rat. He'll get free kicks for over the, the ducking his head and throwing his head back. And... At least it won't be Anzac Day. I assume McGrath will play on him, and yeah. McGrath better 
be on his best best behavior. What I'm we should gonna do tag him the motherfucker. Bring Jake Kelly in, run through him in the first quarter, mm. sub Jake Kelly out. Not worth it. It was interesting too, just on that, that he wasn't picked or anywhere in our twenty two. I was gonna and touch the, on that before, yeah. Well then the other one we should probably touch on that too is Heppel. Mm. So my thing has always been Heppel, Liberto, Kelly, one of them. Yep. We had zero of them. Well, again, we, if we okay. look at that first half as the team that mm. they're sort of, you know, looking to play round one, obviously with Bridley now that they'll make an adjustment there and that'll be either Laverde or Cox or someone like that. Maybe even Kelly. I don't know them, who, who they want to go with there. But um, that'll be interesting. Mm. The, the, the thing that I did like about that was that I like that back six slash seven, you know, like um, I think that's a good back six, seven, you know, with the three genuine talls, you know, and Ridley, um, who I still think I class as a tall and um, Reed and Mackay, they're really, really good. And then, you know, you've got some good lockdowns in McGrath, Redmond, and then you got a bit of ball carrying skill in Martin. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of, and I'll ask you one more question before we move yep. on to some socials. Um, mm. Carlton, did you watch that game? Yeah. Are they are they as underwhelming as that scoreline suggests? Uh, yeah. They... Well, they're still short. Like Welsh is not playing. Um, or Walsh, sorry. Um, I'm not sure what he's. He seems like he might play round one, but if they're pushing for round one, you wouldn't say that he's got his back problems back again. So. That's concerning for them. Um, I'm sure they'll be a good team. I, I still, I still wonder, like, how much last year of them nearly making a grand final was just form at that end of the year. You know, like you just got on a run, you believed in yourself, everything. Like that's what happens in footy, I think. Or how much of that is just system. Like at the start of the year, they were nearly sacking a coach, like system and play. Well, after they lost to us, they genuinely almost were. Yeah, and I, I, I still don't know. Don't know. I, I think what I saw in the preseason again, it's a preseason, so I don't know. Was like they look like that first half of the year team, but preseason. Who, who knows? Like who's there for? They play Richmond oh, in the first them. round. Yes, so yeah. that's a good shout because that's every year. Stupid round zero. Do we need to talk about Garbage. this? Yeah. Um, then they have a bye round two. Two round two a bye. Then North. And Frio, yeah, yeah, interesting. I'm curious on them because I had a lot of respect for what they did. Oh, the turnaround, and they've still got guns like their forwards and yeah. quality players. I've introduced, you know, Orazio Fantasia has gone there, and, and he CR. looked, yeah. he looked pretty good in the first sort of quarter and a bit. Um, they've got good. Def- oh, Wiedemann, he's not playing; he's injured, so you know they're missing another good player there. You mean Wiedering? Um, Wiedering. What did I say? Wiedering plays for us. Yep. Yeah. They're right, but I thought trade. who did they they played Melbourne, didn't they? Yeah, in that Gorn. game. Yeah, Gorn absolutely destroyed um Pin and Wet or Pin and Pin and Wet, whatever his name is. He made him look like a fool. Yeah, Gorny's quite good enough. Gorny, if you're not if you're in fantasy football, if you haven't got Gorn, you're doing it wrong. Mm. He's yep. gonna dominate this year. Class. Mm. Shall we do some socials? Yes, let's now a bit of a change for twenty twenty four. We're gonna do this a bit more often. Um and we're also going to invite someone from the social posts on Facebook, specifically here, to do votes on the game. So our Don Pod right. BNF will be three lots of three votes rather than me and Nathan basically just agreeing every single week. Pick and stringer. 
wanker. And merit and parrot. Yeah. Because we've got to pick Parrish, because if he doesn't win our best and fairest, then how can how we the the hell's he going to win the Brownlow? Yeah. <laughs> we are the form guide. Yep. Actually, we should have compared. I should have compared our votes versus Brownlow. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'll read through a couple. There's a few there I won't get to, but that's right. Uh, Rocky, yeah. Rocky Harwood. Oh, sorry, yeah. the question I'm posing here, by the way, is what do you expect for 2024 for us? Oh, yes, yeah. It's good to put That's that out there. Key, key concept there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Start of the year a bit slowly while the team mm. is gelling. Everything clicks on Anzac Day and we beat the Pies by six goals. That would be lead off oh, kind yeah, of scenario. Yep, yep. yep. I love that. I love that. It was fully supportive. I didn't read this whole comment, by the way. I'm, I'm reading this for the first time. Um, oh, God. After this, we go berserk as a team and only lose two more games for the year, finishing the home and away scenes season 16 and 7, set, second <laughs> on the ladder behind Brisbane. Brisbane. The supporter base and greater AFL industries at fever pitch with excitement as two titans, Essendon and Collingwood, are set to open the final series in what can only be described as a clash okay, of the ages. Enough, like, seriously. With Nate Caddy saluting in the dying moments to send the Bombers strong crowd into raptures. The rest was history. A historical year for the famous red and black. Okay. Yeah, you lost me halfway through that. I read the first line. I thought, you know, team's gelling. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Okay. I didn't quite expect that kind of positive. Yeah, no. I, 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 I do think that we... Uh, I, I am worried about... I don't think we'll play great footy at the start of the year, and history showed us that we run out of petrol at the end of the year, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, concerned. Yeah. Mm. We'll be 10 and 0, and we'll finish 10 and 10. Yep. That's about where Next one. Uh, Robert. Robert Whitmore. Yeah, Robbie. Seen almost nothing promising in the practice matches. Wow, that's a fall from the Yeah, no, that's... Probably on for another frustrating year where we sneak into the eight and get flogged in the first five. I think... I don't think frustrating year and sneak into the eight are quite... Two things that are going to happen. I think we have a frustrating year we don't make the eight. Yeah. Because there's too many other good teams around at the moment. Like, if you look at... Adelaide, who should have made the eight last year, they look like they probably will be a bit better. St mm. Kilda definitely look like they're going to be a good team. You know, like, hmm. I don't think we're, we have to you know, play good footy to get there. Um, Josh has his 19th. Not quite sure what to make of that. <laughs> um, 10th. Top four, yeah. Bill. Bill thinks top four if we have some luck with injuries in the umpires. Good on you, Bill. Love what I, I will say, I mean, I know Essendon supporters generally can be stupid, optimistic. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Two away. two trains of thoughts there. Yep. I've not seen it quite so divided oh, in in, in people and what they think. Generally, I'm mean, a very small sample size. Yep. Um, Corey fourth to seventh. Do you want to just make it the whole ladder there? That's a quite. What do you say? Fourth, fourth to, to seventh. That's that's just a bit too much of a range for me. If I'm honest. Sorry, Corey. Could have um, said fourth to seventeenth. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's four out of 18. That's 20% nearly. Yeah. Ladder covered. Um, maths wasn't my strong suit. No one fact check that, please. Um, 11th, 16th. Um, I don't think 16th. That's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit low. Bottom like, six, 10th. Where's it possibly? Uh, so up, West Coast will be ordinary. North, I think they'll be a little bit better, be a bit better, but yeah. not by a lot. The Suns looked horrible, as I said. Um, I'd be concerned about your Frio. They haven't looked good. Hawthorne will be bad. Mm. So I think they're the sort of still the bottom three. I, 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 Richmond, don't know about them. Yeah, I, I, yeah they're not great. Don't seem. We great, could be the next. We could great. be the Geelong. I, who knows? Hard to call, but they could no. finally go backwards. But we could be the next team after that. I, I wouldn't. 
Because the uh, Doggies, Sydney, you know, like the rest of the teams are looking pretty good. Yeah, there's about 12 teams that could genuinely make the eight. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kieran, anywhere between 10th and 13th? Don't think we're ready for finals. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, next comment, Sherry has his premiers, so. Go like I said, way, it is, I mean, premiers is is overstatement. I can understand someone who might think we finished sort of seventh. I can understand someone who says we finished twelfth. Premiers I, is just what you say, just to, you know, keep your momentum up, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, 15th to 18th, Drew. I'd love to know why you think that. Well, I don't think, uh, well, again, 15th. A complete just... circus. <laughs> Sorry. Fourth last, it's possible we could be, but I mean, we had 10 wins last year, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. 10 wins again this year would put you in a similar spot to last year, I would have thought. So, I would have, I don't think we could probably lose more than we would last year, but I I don't see us winning many more either. So, I think that 10 to 11 wins this year is about where I see us. That's what I'm hoping for. That really is if we win, I just want to. I We're just want to see the better. group stay together. I want to see Reed play twenty-two games, Mackay play twenty-two games, What Wright play twenty-two games, Parish. You know, if they play twenty-two games together, twenty-three, then I think we could be better. But you know, we've just struggled to be able to get our team to stay on the park. What we should see is a more settled side because Brad Scott, coaching staff, etc., have had their year. Yep. Last year was fuck around and find out. We fucked around. This year as well, I kind of, one, I know what my current players from last year can do. Two, yep. I bought in players that I specifically wanted to help yep. this side. That we're, so, we're required. We need a tall, we need a small. Yeah, and I don't have any issues with what they picked up. But now it's nope. kind of like, well, we shouldn't see Jake Kelly on the wing. I hope no. we don't see Jake Kelly. I hope we don't see Jake Kelly, and we definitely agree we shouldn't see him on a wing. Like yeah. if if he's on a wing, and you've got Dersmer still in a team, Martin in the team, and Durham in the team, and Sardis in the team, then you go, well, fuck me, right. I don't know yeah. what we're doing. Like, yeah. and then the same with Heppel. Heppel, unless there's injury, shouldn't be in the back six because there's guys in front of him yeah. that are playing better footy than him. I and can, I, I know can... that's harsh, but that's the game we have to do. We have yeah. to start pushing. Like Guelphy needs to be pushed out of that forward role. You know, like. Mm. I can understand some indecision with the midfield because I think there's yeah. a bit to bit of work to do there with the balance. But but with Hobbs and we don't, you know, it's Hobbs and Caldwell we... and these guys. We're not. Sure, I'm not sure who's better. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. So, but we should be a bit more settled. Um, yep. I will ask the question. This is rhetorical. We'll wrap up because we've hit an hour. Mm. I yep. will ask the rhetorical question. Why do coaches not coach in preseason? Oh, great question. I don't. One of my I can pet, understand bugs like Peter Wright. You've had a big, you know, we, we're going to just put you on ice for the second half. That's fine. I don't understand why Brad Scott can't just coach second half. I, I, it feels really wanky. It's like, oh, no, we're going to give the reserve, you know, the second coach a bit of a gag, you know, and he's like walking around going, well, I'm just giving you a halftime address, really, because the coach is actually saying, whispering me, could you please get such and such off? Can mm. you please do this mm. to such and such? It's just bizarre. Like, I don't understand it at all. They're paying fucking good money. You can coach an extra couple of games coach. in the preseason. Yeah. Anyway, um, on that bombshell, we will wrap. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed our intro. Um, we were very excited that no, oh, we that love worked. it. I think it's the best thing to ever. To be honest with you, 
Um, hopefully the AI vocals is not too robotic because that's tough. Well, we don't know anyone with a deep voice. If you know anyone there with a yeah, deep voice. Yeah, we're open to happy with that up. if you want to. Uh, if if you anyone have... knows Rocky, Rocky. Hume, Hume, there. Hume. If Lost anyone knows him, and would, yeah, couldn't do, wouldn't mind just saying about 10 words for us. That'd be great. Not even anyone that sounds like him. Someone does, yeah, someone who does mimic. Like, um, even if you've got like great Uncle Morgan Freeman, that might. Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan. Oh, as if someone knows Morgan Freeman, the actor. That was the joke, and you just gave me oh. a blank stare. Well, when you said up. <laughs> Anyway, move anyway, on. We are we are excited about that. So, and I'm picky about the editing. So let me know if you picked up. Oh, whereas I think it's great. Yeah. Is. Well, we won't go into that conversation. That shoots me. High standards, Nathan. Um, Fucking standards. We will return. Uh, what day do we play? Apologies, we play on a Saturday. Saturday. It'll be the Sunday or the Monday for the review podcast, and then uh, we're going to talk about doing the match previews again. But. It'll probably have to be on the Monday because I'll be travelling back from Queensland. Oh, you're in Queensland. Yeah, fine. Monday night. Right. There you go, ladies and gents and others. Monday night. All right. All right. Let's wrap this baby up. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your uh, support as always. And go Dons. Go Mamas. <laughs>